Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Ashley. And this is The, the Hoot! Hoot. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about all things movies, TV shows, podcasts, and so on. We wanted to start this podcast so we could share our intense, weird, and controversial conversations about everything with the world. So sit back, get your popcorn, and listen to The, the Hoot! Hoot. <laughs> so this week we are going to be doing something different on the podcast. Last week, we on Tuesday, you may have noticed on Instagram, if you have it, that a lot of people participated in something called Blackout Tuesday. This was to spread awareness about Black Lives Matter um, and all of the things going on in our world, especially with the death of George Floyd and a couple of other um, recent deaths um, related to police brutality. Um, so this week on the podcast, we will be participating in Podcast Blackout. So you may notice that this episode is quite short because we won't be doing our normal thing, but we also don't just want to leave you hanging. So I know for us, we've been trying to research what is going on as well as participate in protests. I recently went to a protest in Gibson City. Um, I was going to go to one in Bloomington Normal, but I was too worried about um, the where we work in an assisted living home and I was protecting myself from COVID in that, but Gibson was a smaller protest, so I went to that one. So we will be giving you a few resources that you can check out in a few places um, where you can take the next step to donate to. Um, we also have all of the, we will be putting all of the links in the description so that you can easily find them. Yes. So we're going to first talk about um, the issue that we have, as long as other people have, with um, people saying that all lives matter. Mm -hmm. um, the reason that Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. is a movement right now is because they are in danger. Mm -hmm. Black lives do matter, but there are racist people out there that are targeting them because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. And so... When a person says all lives matter, of course all lives matter. Mm -hmm. But the point is, black lives are the ones being targeted. Mm -hmm. um, one way that I can explain this is if a house is on fire. Yes. And a person is, or they're going to go help the people that are in the house that's on fire. But another person down the street is like, what about my house? But their house isn't on fire. Mm -hmm. And, of You're course... You're not going to wait for everybody else's house to be on fire before... You do you something do about something it. about the house that is currently on fire. Yes. And there's also a... Uh, I wouldn't say it's an anti-movement, but it's pretty much directly against Black Lives Matter, is Blue Lives Matter, um, which is police. Uh. And... Again, yes, all lives matter. Mm -hmm. But police are not in danger. No. They actually have the tools to yes. be okay. Like, I don't know. Like, the only thing that they're really asking for is that the police that are the problem, one, to get rid of them, and two, to, like, have a more set rules or like set things they in need place to completely reevaluate how they train them in yes. the academy yes they only have six months of training mm -hmm. before they are able to be cops yeah and that's just ridiculous mm -hmm. to me mm 
So, yeah. Ashley's gonna read a letter, um, by, written by Rhett. McLaughlin. Yes, who um, is Rhett and Link. Yeah, he is a famous YouTuber, um, he also has a podcast, um, and I just thought it was really, um, I don't know. Eye-opening. Eye-opening. Um, and it explained things very well, so it's going to kind of talk about the things that we've already talked about, but it's going to go into a little bit more detail. It's a little long, um, but you can look at it online. Um, it's a letter to the white, or a letter to a white man, and it's a letter that he wrote to himself, um, if he could have sent it to himself in the past. So here we go. Dear Rhett, I've got some difficult things to say, and I ask that you be open and introspective. If you can, resist the very natural urge to get defensive. I know that you're concerned with justice, you're determined to believe the facts about the death of George Floyd, or for that matter, the deaths of Brianna Taylor, Ahmad Arbery, Philando Castile, Freddie Gray, Tamir Rice, Michael Brown, Eric Garner, and more. When it comes to the resulting public outcry and protests, you believe your thinking is based on logic and good faith, but I challenge you to consider that the way that you see these events is largely rooted in your whiteness. Please keep reading. You can take it. I imagine that as you watch the footage of Derek Chavon with his knee on George Floyd's neck, your first thought was that it seemed like the officer was using excessive force. However, I presume that your second thought was, what did that guy do to deserve that? You likely questioned what role George Floyd's past played in the incident before thinking about Derek Chavon's past. I believe that's because, whether you like it or not, your natural tendency is to identify first with the officer before identifying with George Floyd. Now, I know you believe that the officer should be held accountable for his actions, maybe even convicted of murder, but I also know you're anxious to point out that Derek Chavon doesn't represent all cops, and that the majority of police are trying, truly concerned with serving and protecting. I'm sorry, but you're missing the point. This event is another tragic example of the long history of violence against black Americans at the hands of law enforcement. By jumping to defend the reputation of the police before really considering that history of violence, you're actually contributing to it. Stay with me. I know you're an evidence guy and that evidence is overwhelming that the criminal justice system is racist toward black people. To name just a handful of examples that Radley Balco covered in his well-researched 2016 article, black people are more likely than white people to be pulled over, to not be told why they are being stopped, and to be searched. Black people are more likely than white people to be shot by an officer while unarmed. Black people are more likely than white people to go to prison for the same crimes, and more likely to be wrongfully convicted. Black defendants who kill white people are much more likely to receive the death penalty than black people who kill black people or white people who kill white people. Black men receive 20% longer prison sentences for committing the same crimes as white men. I could go on. Here's the thing. You need statistics and studies to be convinced about this stuff. Black people know this already based on their experience. Ultimately, by seeing this time as a moment when you need to remind people that most cops are good cops, you're invalidating the hi that history of injustice. By invalidating it, you're per perpetuating it. When it comes to the protests that have erupted in cities throughout America, you understand that black people are upset about what happened to George Floyd. However, you seem most concerned with the fact that the protests have turned violent and that property is being destroyed. 
You're quick to suggest that the nature of the protests makes them counterproductive and only serves to muddy the waters of any cause the protesters are fighting for. Let's set aside the fact that there's good reason to believe that a significant amount of the property damage is being committed by opportunists, many of them white. And let's forget for a moment that we've, you've never seemed to mind when white people destroyed property after their sports team won or lost, um, the Cubs World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you dismiss that as passion while you were at it. Let's also overlook the fact that our country partly owes its beginnings to a particular or particular property trashing riot for which a modern conservative movement named itself. Instead, I ask you to reflect on the words of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that a riot is the language of the unheard. Have you generally thought about what exactly black Americans want you to hear? By focusing first on judging the nature of the protest rather than truly considering their purpose, you are once at again invalidating that long history of injustice. As a result, you're becoming a part of that injustice. More than anything, I know you have trouble understanding why it seems everything has to be about race these days. After all, police officers assault and kill white people as well. You might be thinking that the media would have largely ignored this whole thing if George Floyd were were white. Shouldn't we be focusing on police brutality in general rather than police brutality against only black people? You might ask, or you might ask, Why do we need a hashtag Black Lives Matter movement when we can have a hashtag All Lives Matter movement? Why can't we just be colorblind? The data that I covered earlier should answer that question. But if that's not enough, let's make it personal. Have you ever felt targeted by law enforcement because of the color of your skin? Have you ever worried that a routine traffic stop could turn violent? Have you ever had anyone call the cops on you while you were walking throughout your neighborhood? Have you ever had a security guard follow you around a store? Did your parents ever feel the need to sit you down and explain to you how to keep an interaction with a police officer from getting violent? Have you lost any of your friends to police brutality? Now ask your black friends these same questions. While I appreciate your desire to see all people as equals, I think it's important for you to see that your effort to be colorblind has made you blind to the plight of people of color. Black Lives Mattering isn't the opposite of All Lives Mattering. It's just that we can't get to All Lives Mattering before we ensure that Black Lives Matter. Frankly, saying hashtag All Lives Matter is response to hashtag Black Lives Matter perpetuates injustice, inequality, and the abuse of black people. You're probably tempted to just tune all this out, turn off the news, log off Twitter, our nation is a mess, and it would be easier to ignore it all. The fact that you can entertain taking a break from thinking about all of this is a testament to your whiteness. You really don't have anything at stake. Regardless of the outcome of these protests, you know your life will remain the same. What's the worst that could happen? Maybe your favorite restaurant will be destroyed by a fire. There are always other restaurants. But here's the thing. If nothing changes, the lives of black Americans will remain the same as well. By stepping away and not engaging, you're directly contributing to injustice remaining the status quo. That makes you complicit. I know this is a lot. You feel attacked. You don't consider yourself a racist. I mean, you don't discriminate. You don't use slurs and you don't laugh at racist jokes. You find the idea of white supremacy abhorrent. Um, abhorrent, sorry. Uh, hell, you even started a student group dedicated to racial reconciliation in college. But I want you to contemplate the real possibility that the way you tend to think about these events makes you part of the problem. You're a barrier in the prog- to the progress toward 
equity that black Americans are seeking. Those actions or inactions are racist. We don't have to go into semantics. If you want, won't accept me calling you a racist, then all I'll say is this. You're certainly thinking like one. I'll close with this. Before you begin building your case as to why you're not contributing to the problem or why there really isn't a problem in the first place, just be quiet. Black Americans are speaking loudly and clearly. If you take a moment to stop defending yourself or finding fault with those fighting for injustice, you might be able to listen. Sincerely, Rhett. So, again, that was really long, but it was really important, mm-hmm. and um, I thought Rhett had a good way with words. Yes. Um, and it kind of hit all the points. Yeah. Um, and that's especially important to probably most of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get, you know, statistics on, you know, race for who listens, but mm-hmm. I just kind of assume that you got to be white to find us funny. But <laughs> <laughs> um I uh, all I really wanted to share is that even no matter what side of this you're on. Hmm. Just educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um don't just look at one news outlet. Go to multiple mm-hmm. and even if you aren't agreeing with um what's happening in a protest I think it's important to go to them just to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to hold up a sign. You don't have to march. You can just go to uh, either the end or the beginning of the march and just listen to what they have to say. Why are they protesting? Mm-hmm. What are they talking about? Because, I mean, at least for us, being a Christian, y- we need to educate ourselves. We need to understand the world and why people are doing what they're doing. We can't just sit back and be okay with, you know, not knowing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one part of being an intellectual and discovering the world, but yes, being a Christian as well. Um, another part of being a Christian is considering that all lives matter, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this moment, black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I talked about, and you guys can find my, um, devotions on, uh, YouTube at, I think it's, uh, we'll link it, Mm -hmm. but I do devotions every Friday for my church. Um, and something I talked about is how we are all sinners, every person on earth. And if we cannot acknowledge that we have done something wrong then we are being part of the problem and we are setting ourselves aside and apart from other people and we are considering ourselves better than other people. And that is what separates us. Hmm. That's what separates our society is when we consider ourselves better people than others because of who we are, what we've done, what we think they've done. And so when you start realizing that you're no better than anybody else, And some people would say, well, what about the murderers? Mm -hmm. What about the people that murder people? Mm -hmm. Technically, unless you are a Catholic and you believe in cardinal sins, Mm -hmm. murder is no different than Mm -hmm. any other sin. Um, While it does carry more weight, Mm -hmm. you need to consider that we are all the same. Mm -hmm. We have all done bad things. 
Even the Pope probably has done bad things, mm-hmm. you know? So, that's just, that's all I have to say. Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Really evaluate how you live life, how you treat people, mm-hmm. and how you react to this kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, so, we're going to put uh, some links to ways that you can help, like I said. Um, so, either things that you can donate to or um, just links for research. Um, but really, th- I think the easiest um, thing to look up is blacklivesmatter.com. Um, it can link you to all the different chapters in your area. So if you're not from um, this area where we live, um, there's many different chapters all over the United States. Um, and it tells you where they are and how you can get involved. Um, and you're able to donate, um, either like on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis, or just a one-time donation. Um, but, um, it's a good place to find a lot of resources and I think it's probably just the easiest one to find. Other than that though, um, this is our podcast blackout, so we are blacking out the rest of our content. Yeah, and we'd really appreciate if you guys check out um, some gl- black creators content, mm-hmm. whether it's a podcast or YouTube channel mm-hmm. or TikTok, whatever. Or even a book. Even a book. <laughs> I, I started reading um, Michelle Obama's um, autobiography, mm. and it's really good. She's so cool. <laughs> She's so cool. So, um, yeah. Thank you to Emily Rosenquist for allowing me to borrow that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, educate yourselves. Education is key. Yes. And share this with a friend, Mm -hmm. not just because we want you guys to listen to our podcast, but because we want you to be educated. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we don't have all the answers, Mm -hmm. but that's why we're giving you sources that are more educated than us Mm -hmm. us on this subject. So, thank you guys so much for listening to the Hoot! 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 Hoot!